What do you do to escape reality? Walk my dog early in the morning. We pretend we are navigating an apocalyptic landscape in search for treats. Tomorrow can't come if I never go to sleep, right? Run, and not in some fitness guru way where it really brings me into a meditative headspace. When I'm running, I just can't think about anything but running. Funny, I have to listen to some music I'm really into in running because I can't be thinking about running or else I'll want to stop running. Sleep. Too depressed and broke to even try anything else. When in doubt, nap it out. NSFW. What are some things that a guy should never ever tell his wife? A cheating husband decided to write a letter to his wife. My dear wife, you will surely understand that I have certain needs that you as a 54-year-old can no longer satisfy. I am very happy with you and I value you as a good wife. However, I hope you will not wrongly interpret the fact that I will be spending the evening with my 18-year-old secretary at the Comfort Inn. Please don't be upset. I shall be back before midnight. When the man came home, he found a reply to his letter on the dining room table. My dear husband, I received your letter and thank you for your honesty. I would like to remind you that you are also 54 years old. I will be the Hotel Fiesta with Michael, one of my students. He is young, and like your secretary, he is 18. You, being a successful businessman with an excellent knowledge of math, will understand that we are in the same situation, although with one small difference. 18 goes into 54 a lot more times than 54 goes into 18. People who have had somebody die for you, what's your story? My mom died giving birth to me. I didn't find out about the circumstances of her death until I was seven and my aunt said something about it to me. It messed me up for a while. I often wonder what my life would have been like if she was around. I had very little female influence in my life. I was raised by my dad and five brothers. Dad just treated me like one of the boys, so I grew up working on cars and motorcycles. My dad has never dated anyone since. That sometimes makes me sad, too. I look at all the joy my husband brings into my life and want that for him, but I think he's just done with that part of his life. My brothers will sometimes tell stories about her. It's really the only way I know anything about her. There are some pictures around, too. People tell me I look just like her and have the same attitude. I just have to take their word for it. I'm older now than she ever was. I look at all the things going on in my life and I feel incredibly guilty for taking that away from her. It makes me want to live my life in a way that I think would make her proud. If a woman were to catcall a guy, what would they say? I used to install industrial kitchens in schools, prisons, etc., but usually while they were under construction. I had to replace a big kettle in an active women's prison and can confirm your story. It would line up along the gate in the yard, catcalling us, me and the boss, all the way. Hey baby, what can you do with those tools? Or put down that toolbox and check out this box. I was 20 and apparently they saw me blush and the whole crowd started celebrating and rushed to follow and embarrass me further. I literally had about 40 women saying the craziest stuff ever, trying to embarrass me about a foot from my face. Once we finally made it through the doors, the guards escorting us busted out laughing and said, kid, you gotta be hard in here. I said, I don't think I could get hard even if I wanted to. I felt like I was just gang hard. They laughed even harder. What do you do to escape reality? Walk my dog early in the morning. We pretend we're navigating an apocalyptic landscape in the search for treats. Stargazing sets me straight. Staying up awfully late. Tomorrow can't come if I never go to sleep, right? Run, and not in some fitness guru way where it really brings me into a meditative headspace. When I'm running, I just can't think about anything but running. Funny, I have to listen to some music I'm really into when running because I can't be thinking about running or else I'll want to stop running. Sleep. Too depressed and broke to even try anything else. When in doubt, nap it out. Ex-homeless Redditors, what was the scariest thing that you ever saw on the streets? I was homeless back when I was 19. After a few weeks of sleeping rough, I was approached one evening by a man dressed as a priest. Being wary of the priest outfit, I straight away told him I have no interest in talking about God. 
What he said next has stuck with me ever since. I'm not here to talk about God. I'm here to make sure you are safe. We talked for quite a while until it was dark, and that's when he offered me a bed for the night. Alarm bells were going off in my head, but he had seemed genuine, so I went with him. He drove me to a house in the suburbs and asked me to wait in his car whilst he spoke to someone. A few minutes later, he returned with another man who offered to let me sleep in his garage for the night. I accepted as I had nothing left to lose. I don't think I slept at all that night. I was terrified. I had no reason to be afraid of either man as they had been nothing but nice to me. However, after living on the streets for a while, you come to learn that nothing comes for free and you shouldn't trust anyone. What is the worst insult you've suffered from someone who didn't even mean it as an insult? You're pregnant? No. Are you sure? Never wore that dress again. I recently got a very bright, very obnoxious Pac-Man hoodie. It is, without a doubt, the loudest thing I own. As I was heading out the door for work, my three-year-old told me, Remember, Dad, if people laugh at you, you can always take your sweatshirt off. My kid told me they wanted to be ordinary like me when they grew up. My dad was a smoker most of his life. When I was around four, I didn't want to imagine my dad as an old man, so I told him, Keep smoking so you can die young. How long were you engaged before you were married? About two years. We dated for about three years. Then she emailed a picture of the ring she wanted to her friend who printed it and handed it to me. It was my wife's not-so-subtle way of telling me to hurry up and propose. So I took the printout of the engagement ring down to Jewelers Row in Chicago, went into one of the shops, and showed it to the person there. They asked me what my budget was, then took me to a little room where they showed me the different diamonds I could afford with my budget. I got the diamond in the cut she wanted, they set it in the type of ring she wanted, and I proposed to her a few days later. I'm so glad she gave her friend a picture to give me. I suggest women doing this for their clueless boyfriends, but she still cheated anyways. When did you realize your best friend's parents were not normal? I was in high school and a new girl moved on my block a few houses down from mine. We became best friends quickly. We would go out to parties, football games, etc. Whenever we went out, I always had to find her a payphone so she could call home periodically during the night. This was before cell phones. One night we found a payphone. She hopped out of the car per usual and made the call. She was back in minutes, shaking and very upset. She said she had to get home right away. As I was driving her back, I asked her if there was a problem. She said no, that her stepmother just told her to get back home immediately. She was terrified. I don't think her parents ever hit her, but her reaction that night made me wonder. I didn't hear from her until the next morning. I asked her what happened, and she was both angry and embarrassed. She said that when she walked in the door, her father and stepmother were sitting in the living room with another couple. They started laughing and said she wasn't in trouble, that they just wanted to see how quickly she'd get home. After that, I could never look at her father and stepmother without seeing them as sadistic monsters who didn't deserve her for a daughter. Which animal should go extinct? Bedbugs. Fleas. F fleas. F and mosquitoes. I don't care if it's a bug. Ticks, they do nothing good. Any dog breed that struggles to exist. Lice, why do they even exist? Africanized killer bee. It's an artificial man-made hybrid that we lost control of, a real-life Jurassic Park story. Cockroaches, I don't care about the environmental consequences, eradicate them all. Tapeworms, like even mosquitoes have more purposes in life than them. Politicians, has your class ever made the teacher cry? What happened? Angry Tears. Had a history teacher one year. Really good teacher. Very friendly with all the students. He had had a teenage son who had committed suicide. And after he took some time off, he came back to work. Standard class clown kid started acting up in his class. Teacher asked him to go into the hallway and wait for him to come so he can speak with him privately. We heard their exchange get a little heated, but this kid just cranked it to 11 and insinuated teacher's kid was right to do that with a father like him. We later heard that kid bounce off some lockers about a second after and we could hear the loud crying noise of that kid. Teacher came back into the room with angry tears and told one of us to call the school resource officer. 
It became a big hullabaloo, and Teacher ended up getting suspended for the rest of the year. At the time, we thought it was crazy he'd shove that kid like that. Fifteen years later, and some real-world experience? I'm surprised that's all he did. Insults aren't enough to describe how much of a douchebag that kid was. Wedding planners, what is the weirdest couple you've ever met? I'm not a wedding planner, but I manage events at the facilities I currently work at, and we had a wedding where the groom wore a three-piece tux, all white, with banana-yellow converse and a banana-yellow bow tie. His groomsmen wore all black with banana-yellow converse and ties. Throughout the wedding service, the groomsmen would hold up emoji signs reacting to things that were happening, each holding up puke emojis when they kissed. When it came time to get the rings, the best man acted like he had lost it, when suddenly a man in the audience stood up and threw a frisbee with the ring taped to it to the groom. They were all avid frisbee golfers. The frisbee was also their guest book signed by everyone who came. The thing that saddened me is it seemed the bride really did not want to be marrying the groom. One of her bridesmaids came to me before the wedding asking for any snacks for the bride because she felt like she was going to throw up from crying so much. What's the pettiest reason you've rejected someone? She was 100% convinced that dinosaurs didn't exist. This is awful, but it was her laugh. I never told her, obviously, because someone's laugh is a representation of when they're happiest. So shallow as she was pretty awesome. He texted me too many photos of his eggs benedict in the morning. He had way better style. This one is legitimately petty, and I love it. We went bowling, and she started saying the bowling ball was hurting her fingers. She was convinced that there were bugs inside the bowling ball biting her fingers, and that was the reason for her pain. She was texting me to tell me about her standards for men, which were pretty high. That's fine. But I didn't like all the spelling mistakes she was making. 